Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we wanted to do an update. Well, I wanted to do us to do an update, and I thought it would be interesting. Um, and I about- agreed. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about who our ultimate biases are again. And then also we're going to share who our ultimate wreckers are, which I don't think we've ever talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and because so our first ultimate biases episode came out in June of 2020 and pretty sure that our old lists have changed either a lot or yeah, a lot because some people are still the same on mine, but also I think there's been a big change in general. Same. I mean, the way I like the way I've been into K-pop has completely changed since 2020. So yeah, since we like started this podcast. Mhm. It's been it has been a journey. Yes. <laughs> okay. So before we talk about all of that fun stuff, uh, Chelsea, what have you been doing in K-pop this week? There hasn't been a whole lot going on for me this week in terms of K-pop, but one thing that was kind of unexpected and surprising is Girls' Generation were able to actually do their music show performances. Obviously, they probably had to like reschedule some. Um, but it showed up on my feed yesterday and I was like, oh, sick. I'm so excited because I've actually really been enjoying Girls' Generation's album a lot. There hasn't been a lot coming out this month for my groups. So I was kind of been listening to this on loop a lot. It's like even better performed live. One, because they're fantastic. Like they're a veteran group. They know what the hell they're doing. They like they have that magic. You know what I mean? Like, I got it before watching this, but I think watching this performance for me was like, oh, okay. I can see why they're like <laughs> the biggest girl group. I get it. I get it. <laughs> they were also on Music Core today. Uh, so I only watched part of that before we started recording, but it, it was already great. It was great. Uh, Itzy had their concert in Seoul, like, I think it was like a week or two ago, but someone uploaded clips of it on YouTube because they did, I think, like a Beyond Live. Like, uh, probably, yeah. Which I'm so. pissed off that I didn't know about, and I'm clearly a fake Mitzi, um, because I would have bought tickets to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really irritated at myself that I didn't know that. Uh, but like I said, luckily someone very nicely put it up on youtube um so i essentially watched the concert but in clips and out of order i liked it it was great (laughs) (laughs) makes me even more sad that i don't have tickets for their concert but it's fine i watched it (laughs) they did a great job They they did a lot of a lot of songs because obviously they've been uh not able to concert pretty much since their first year So they've had a lot of albums to draw on and cover, basically. So they're, like, performing songs from their last, like, three or four albums. It was great. Um, I also watched this really cool video called The Cinema of Dreamcatcher, which is, like, a fan-made video. Um, It's done by a YouTuber called Mara. She does a lot of... She did, like, a famous video called uh, Dodging Disbandment for Dreamcatcher... She does, like, a lot of very popular YouTube videos, but she did this, like, 40-minute breakdown on, like, 
the cinematography of Dreamcatcher's music videos and like the evolution of them and wow. how they evolved in style and all that. And it was just great. It was a great video. <laughs> I wish I could make stuff like that, but I'm just not smart enough for that. So I commend people that are able to analytically put something together and then edit it and articulate their thoughts well enough to make a great 40 minute video. <laughs> So that's kind of about it for me. I've been watching a lot of like non-K-pop stuff this week, so I'm a little bit uh, dry on content. Sorry, but <laughs> Katie, what have you been up to? Um, well, the Seventeen concert was on the seventeenth. Yes, such luck. <laughs> which, which I'm really <laughs> sad they didn't comment on that at all during the show that they were having their concert on the seventeenth. It was disappointed. Actually kind of, I know. <laughs> It's like an easy joke they could have made. Um, but I think I'm destined to never see OT13. I know. Ugh. Because when I saw them in LA last time, Scoops wasn't there because he was hurt or something mm-hmm. happened and he couldn't perform the show. And he brought it up too during the show. He was like, I'm so I'm so glad I'm finally here. Like I missed out on it last time and like all of this stuff. So it's really sweet. But Dino got freaking COVID the t- like he tested positive the day of the concert. Oh. Or like the day before and we were just like like no. No. Um so poor Dino could not perform in the concert. Uh, I did get to see him last time, so I guess if you, like, put it all together, I've seen all of them now. True. Um, And then Mingyu tested positive for COVID, like, two days later, and I was like, dang, (laughs) missed that barely. Like, because he was at the show. Yeah, he was. Reminded me why he's a bias. (laughs) Just saying. Um, The show was sensational. It was so, so good. And, like, absolute chaos it looked like it you sent me like a couple of tiktoks of some compilations of some crazy moments and i was like what in the world (laughs) what is going on at these concerts it's always like that like they are just an absolute mess what was really funny is um there was (laughs) I feel so bad for the translator. Like, she freaking kills it. Like, she's the best one. Like, I get her at every single concert. It's, like, the Mm. same um, translator. And she was trying her best. And, like, when they would start just, like, back and forth, back and forth, it was so hard to, like, keep up. What was really funny is, like... (laughs) one of them was talking and then she started to like translate and he kept going and she just goes oh sorry (laughs) oh my god or he would like like one of them would keep talking and then she'd go to translate and he kept trying to and they were like no give her a second to like say what you just said (laughs) give her a minute i'm sure they don't think about it you know it's not natural to like talk and then pause talk and then pause so it is funny when, like, they will say something and then the translator will talk and they're just like, mm-hmm, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> uh-huh. They're like, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah. they, they probably know it once they hear it, but to, like, quickly say yeah. it would probably be a lot. It would just be a lot harder for them. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very funny. And, like, I'm freaking in love with DK. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Like. Every single moment with him is just 
wonderful because he has this like constantly has this huge smile on his face that's just so genuine and he was having such a good time at the show and he was the biggest hot mess more than anyone. It was really <laughs> funny because they would they were all at the top of the stage to for a part for doing Darling and he was just not there. <laughs> like he was just like and they're like singing but they're like where like get up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when me- when members do that. <laughs> they like forget that they're supposed to be like actually in a formation in or a doing place. something specific, yeah. And they're just waving to the fans like, la, 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 Oh, shoot. <laughs> they have to like run. <laughs> so he's like running up there. And they were like, freestyle, freestyle, freestyle. So he like stops and starts dancing like on the ramp part. It was really funny. That's so um, funny. I was dying over the... Uh, so the way the set list was, was just like sexy time, sexy time. You know, oh, so pretty, sexy time. Right. Always. Um. And I gotta say, the only time I will ever listen to Game Boy will be live. Okay. It was pretty bomb listening to it live. All right. Still not a big fan of that song, though. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like that's one of those songs you either love or hate. I, I like, okay. So they did, I'm just going to go through the set list because it's important. Okay. They did Hot March. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm hit rock with you and then they did a special song which is two minus one which i always forget is in full english and it's joshua and vernon who sing it Ooh, okay and during the song <laughs> i saw a video later when like because vernon was going hard during that song and someone was like who hurt you <laughs> i was also wondering the same thing wow um, and then they did, it was super good though. Mm-hmm. Like the two of them together, just like belting out this like in sensational song. My God. Also Joshua hometown concert. So everyone was just losing their absolute mind. Of course. Um, and then they did, then they did unit songs. Mm-hmm. So they did performance unit first. They did moonwalker and wave. And then it was the vocal unit where they did Come to Me and Imperfect Love. And I love Imperfect Love. But, like, the vocal unit was just popping off, like, so hard. And it was so beautiful. And they were so cute the whole time. Aww. And, my God. Then we get, and I've realized that I am, like, 100% just, like, if I had a unit bias, it is undoubtedly the hip-hop unit yeah <laughs> like, because they came out to do they did game boy and and back it up okay mm-hmm. so when they came out and started game boy i was just getting like i was just like holy <laughs> because i was like obviously mingy bias right yeah but also been been getting wrecked left and right by S Coops and One Woo and still to have all of them and like freaking Vernon, all of them out on the stage at the same time, just losing their absolute damn mind during the song. When they were like, game, 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 I was like getting out of breath, just going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, during Siren, there, or during Back It Up, there's this part where they go, Siren, Siren, woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking love that. Um, then they did uh, Monse, left, left and Right, and then they did Very Nice, mm. which I was like, finally. Yes. Okay. It wasn't a never-ending version of it. It was right. just like they played it. And then they did Shadow, Crush, which is, like, my number one crush in uh, Rock With You or, like, my number one songs off of Attica. Freaking mm-hmm. love that album. And then they did World, and then that was, like, the end of the main right. set. And then they did Darling, Our Dawn is Hotter Than Day, and them trying to, like, hint at what that song name of the song was was bunch of people just be really stupid he was like our dawn is hotter than our day right and we're like i hate all of you (laughs) get off (laughs) i was like just leave um and then they did snapshoot which i've seen before so when they did the otu tour Mm -hmm. they did a never-ending version of snapshoot which was amazing right um but they also did like dance-offs during this version so they had like the eight woozy and someone else did like what were they doing they were like b-boying or whatever Mm. dancing and the eight amazing and then woozy did a great job also and then someone else was trying to do it and the next thing you know dk is just doing something (laughs) ridiculous and obviously the camera was focused 100 percent on him and I'm like, why are you like this? And I was like, because he must. Yep. Um, but then they had different people in the audience were doing. There was a girl wearing like a tiger onesie. So obviously Hoshi was like, that's yeah. my girl right there. <laughs> and so she danced to Snapshoot and did amazing. And so they were obviously like hyping her up like crazy. And then S. Coops gave her his bucket hat. That would have been so cool. He, like, tossed it to her, and she, like, melted. And then another guy did, also did, like, dancing to Snapshoot. Mm-hmm. And he, when he twerked, the camera zoomed in on Sunquan, and his face was like, that was so funny. <laughs> his reaction was just like, oh, my God. And then he, like, pointed, and he was like, are you seeing this? There's, there's always that one member where one of them is twerking and that one member is just like has a look of horror on their face. <laughs> that is was exactly what was happening. But I don't know if if there's anyone out there who's a carrot who's specifically a Hoshi bias, will you please come get your ab ripped super sexy man out of here? <laughs> Cuz he needs Jesus. to relax. Oh my god, we were like two seconds into the concert and he is like ripping his shirt all the way up his body going, check out my abs. And I'm like, I was like, it's 30 seconds in, let us breathe. We need to last for the whole concert, Hoshi. Oh my god. <laughs> and then they did very, very nice after that, which never stopped, which was sen- which I've been waiting for all my life. That's amazing. That moment. Um, But yeah, Hoshi abs were just like literally everywhere he works hard he works hard. he worked really hard for that and that's 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 fine but 
they were like trying to like hype us up, right? And they were just like, scream for us. We're like, woo. And Hoshi's like, that's not loud enough. And I was like, we've been here for five minutes. <laughs> like, will you please give us a break? <laughs> Ease us into it, damn it. <laughs> oh my God. There was no easing into that 17 concert. It was just like crazy everywhere. And oh it was so God. good. They must be exhausted. Oh, yeah. And they, they, because they're just so all over the place. And like their level of energy is not a level that I can match. No kidding. Like I have high levels of energy, but then mine is very like, like I think I fit like woozy level of energy sometimes because his energy is very like contained and like he does get excited about stuff, but also he very chill and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. I can get like real hype, but then I crash hard. So like, oh yeah, I'm like you'd get me for about thirty minutes at that level of energy, and then I'm just kind of like vibing the rest of the I time. I can't, I can't hit DK level of energy. Like that is not in my wheelhouse. Mm-mm. And Hoshi's like, you're not loud enough. I was like, you're not loud enough. <laughs> Arguing with people Fight they can't me. hear, they can't, they can't hear me. Fight me. <laughs> I would fight you. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> my God. Uh, Jonghan had his like arm in a sling still. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he, he was he was performing with it on Jimmy Kimmel because I watched the Jimmy Kimmel performance and he was doing a lot of moving for someone in a sling. I was like, can you relax? You're going to hurt I yourself. I think he had like a shoulder thing. And right. so he can perform, but he just like can't do hardcore choreo. Right. Um, and he's been used, he's been doing that the whole like tour. So, mm. but then he has different slings that like match. It's kind of like when Jin had like the different wraps for his hand yes. after his surgery and yeah. every single one would match his outfit. Mm-hmm. It was that. Um, I like it. Oh my God. John Hall was super good. Obviously the place was on fire for Joshua cause his hometown. Um, June needs to like chill. And mm-hmm. Mingi, Ming, Mingi, Mingyu needs to always chill because, good lord, yes. just constant, constant attack left, right, center. Yeah. Anyways, um, seventeen concerts, amazing. Got a got a hat to add to my collection. Obviously. Excellent. Um, I went. Uh, I've been listening to the Lucy's new album. They brought. They released their first full album, and it's super good. Um, at one point, I thought I was listening to like a musical or like watching Wicked or something because it was just like into this whole different realm, which was amazing. Lucy is like very different in terms of the sound in K-pop. I really appreciate it because they're just they're their totally own unique thing. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And then I watched, or I listened to ONF's album, and it's also very good. I sent you a song from their album that they had, like, it was like a remastered track of one of their other songs. It was mm-hmm. so good. It was beautiful. Um, I got Omega X VIP tickets, which is obviously relevant since we just talked about them the other day. Um, I wanted to let you know what I got with my yes. VIP ticket. I got second entry into the show because mm-hmm. the group before us gets first entry. Their tickets were more expensive and not available. I understand. Got sound check, which I've never experienced before, so I'll get that. 
Um, I get a printed signed poster. And then I get a merchandise package B, which comes with a tote bag, a t-shirt, photo cards, and then three random pin buttons. Wow. But I'm here for the photo cards. I was like, photo cards, tote bag, goodies. Good lord. T-shirt. Yeah. And you get a tote bag to carry it all in. That's fantastic. Right? So good. And a signed poster. I'm so excited. That's a, who's who's holding Omega X's concert? <laughs> I don't know, but that sounds like a great package. That's yeah. what you honestly should get for some of these VIP like, you know, rounds. Like, mm-hmm. because you're spending so much money. Yeah, I don't know who's putting on their tour. I think it's just. Let me see if I can find out. I mean, last time I was like, it couldn't possibly be this. Never mind, it is them. <laughs> but I mean, for for what you get, that's great. Uh, it's a combination between their company, so Spire Entertainment, and then Code One Entertainment, and I don't know who that is. Huh. Well, good on them. Yeah. Because I paid. So when I went and saw One Us, I bought the meet and greet, no, high touch ticket, which was extra, which was $80. Mm-hmm. And I got high touch and photo cards. And that little tiny, like, thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, a, a lanyard, which was not specific to my concert. It was overall for everyone. But this Omega X VIP package is, like, legit. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I get my redo of actually getting to see some of the members of of team of one team. Yeah. So, yes. Um, and then I got Jug Cook's photo book. I bought that while sitting in my seat at the seventeen concert prior to it starting. Multi life. <laughs> I didn't. I was. I just happened to be on my phone when it went on sale, and I was like, "Oh my god, purchase." That vampire concept. Can't let that go. I mean, it's a good one. It's a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah. Okay. So for this week in K-pop, um, Blackpink has become the first female group to ever hit number one on the global Spotify chart with their new song, Pink Venom. Um, And then Shiny's Key is releasing his second album called Gasoline. The concept photos look amazing. Um. Obviously, we're very excited because Bad Love was freaking fantastic. So I expect I'm so here. I I expect it to be just as fantastic because oh. he is amazing. So yes, it's gonna be good. He likes these like really odd concepts, which I'm here for. It totally makes sense with Shiny. Mm-hmm. Like Shiny's Shiny's done some concepts, you know what I mean. But it fits with him. Like yeah. I feel like he can pull off anything true true um and then luna is going to be releasing their second japanese single called luminous um billy will be releasing their third album third mini album it's called the village of perception chapter two so excited concept photos look pretty good saw those on reddit uh rocket punch will be releasing a second single album called flash and that's coming out this week on the 29th or see the second second half of august is gonna be my month for sure but the first half of august was kind of dry i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) for me for me personally 
Um, KQ Entertainment is in the process of putting together a new boy group, and it's they're going by the name KQ Fellas too. So they're kind of doing like the same kind of, I think, show style thing that they did putting ATs together. Yeah. Um, I keep seeing it like pop up on my YouTube same and stuff. So I haven't watched any of it, but I did see like like the cover photos of like each of the members mm. of each of the people that are participating and look great. I saw KQ fellas and it threw me for a minute. I was like, wait, what? Like <laughs> throwback. And then I saw the two and I was like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, One Us is releasing their eighth mini album called Malice. And they released the track list today, but it has pictures like over the names of the tracks and I don't know if like that's supposed to be a part of it or it's like it a could be a clue or clues. Yeah, it could be a clue to like what the title's called. Yeah, I will say though that this because every time One Us releases an album, they also release a motion like logo video because mm. they changed their logo style to fit every album like they did the really amazing one with the clouds for blood moon and then they did a like the one for trickster had this like joker style to it and this one is like almost like a heart snake one and it's probably my favorite one Ooh, so far that sounds cool yeah, it looks amazing. And I love that they do that. Like every logo, like it still sits, looks exactly like their one us, like their normal logo. Right. But they like change it a little bit for every album they release. So it's really cool. Nice. Um, Jay Hyun of NCT, NCT 127, NCT U, you know. Yeah. All those things. He released a solo track called Forever Only. It was beautiful. Um, also, NCT One Two Seven is just randomly popped up, and it was like, "Hey, we're releasing a new album." I'm all like, "I haven't heard a word from you people in forever." So, <laughs> yep. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about that. So yeah. I listened to the like I watched the the video that they released to like make the announcement. It looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope really yes. hard. <laughs> um and then Suga released his vlog which is a woodworking one. I I put it in my watch later. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> He's making whale cutting boards for himself and the members. And Shut no, up. I'm not crying. Shut up. Oh and God. no, I'm not crying over it. It's so I haven't watched the whole thing. I saw clips from it. And I'm going to tell you right now that uh Sugar biases are obsessed with his hands, and I understand. Yep. Because there was a whole TikTok of just being zoomed in on his hands. Oh my god, of course there was. <laughs> Did I like that video so that it would of change course. my algorithm so I'd get more videos like that? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the members of BTS are each releasing a photo folio. So basically like a photo book with a special concept that each of the members put together. So Jug Hooks was the first one to get teased and then like concept photos really released and then it went up for pre-sale on Wednesday and it's like a vampire concept and I was like someone has been paying attention to the internet and needs to stop to the That's edits basically. that been two edits <laughs> yes and then RM's was teased today yesterday and today 
And it's called Me, Myself, and RM. So, like, Jug Cooks is also Me, Myself, and Jung Cook, and then it has a title. Mm-hmm. And this one is called Entirety for RM. And it it's going to be, like, I can or I already know what this is going to be. It's, he, like, he's super into, like, some minimalist stuff, too. So, like, there's that. And then in the concept, like, introduction stuff, there was, like, books and then art and nature and i was like ah it's we're gonna get a come to life (laughs) yes we're gonna get a book of nothing but photos of of nam june nam juning Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be great and then someone post pointed out they were like if because there were three books there oh uh, i I saw that yeah and then the top one had like a name and someone was like if that's the name of his title track for his new album i was like can we not (laughs) i know um, and then a new group that had debuted not too long ago, whose name I c- keep messing up, but did we say it's, uh, Blank, Blanky, prop, what, Blank to Key, Blank Key? I can't remember. No idea. <laughs> I don't remember. They're releasing another album, basically. That's all I have to say. They're releasing their second mini album. And then I mentioned before that Mingyu and Dino of Seventeen both tested positive for COVID. Dino missed my concert, and then he's not going to the Houston one. And then Mingyu has to miss both Houston and Fort Worth. You know what I'm wondering is I'm pretty sure that because the two of them got COVID, they can't travel. So those two are trapped in a hotel room here by themselves while the rest of Seventeen is in Texas. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Until they can travel. Makes sense. How sad. I know. Everybody was chanting for Dino during our concert, and at different times they were like, Dino would love this. I was like, can you not make this really sad? <laughs> and I think Hoshi was like, you guys are Dino, so you are Dino now. And I was like, that's right, we are. <laughs> all right, sing all his parts, everyone. Learn your Every- parts. <laughs> I mean, we sang, we sang uh, Young O's. Uh, parts during the concert the first day at ATs when mm. he had to leave halfway through the show. There you go. I was like, I'll sing it. I'll scream <laughs> sing those parts. <laughs> um, speaking of ATs, pre-sale tickets for ATs World Tour, The Fellowship Break the Wall will be on sale next week. It was really funny because they like posted a different thing and people were like, oh my god. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't we already know that this was happening? And they were like, oh, it's a venue announcement. And I was like, oh, I just assumed when they posted the ATs was performing in Anaheim. There's only one place that they can perform <laughs> at. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, it's the Honda Center. Yep. So when they they're like, oh, it's a venue announcement. I was like, oh, you mean we didn't know where it was? Sp- okay, got it. Got it. Fair Sorry. enough. There are cities like L.A. with like 20 locations. So The only places they could have played were the Honda Center, the Grove, or like Angel Stadium. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? That would be. No, no. They would, would fill it up. But also, no. Please, no. <laughs> um, yeah, and the Grove is not big enough for them. Yeah, no, definitely not. So, because I think the Grove is like the size of the Wiltern, which is... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no Excuse way. Excuse me. And then apparently JB from God7 is releasing a digital single called Rocking Chair. Saw Ooh. that. 
randomly and i was like didn't know he was releasing a new single but yeah i'm excited cool um and then mark twan from got seven is releasing his first solo album it's called the other side and that comes out at the end of this month so next week or the week after and then and hyping throughout the first pitch at the dodger game last night really yeah because they were doing uh korean heritage night oh mm-hmm I think it had to do with the fact that KCON LA is in full swing this weekend. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody from work was like, do you know who N Hypen is? And I was like, yeah, they're a K-pop group. And he was like, oh, they're throwing out the first pitch at the game tonight. And I was like, oh. You know Karen was like, dang it, now it's infiltrating my... <laughs> oh my god, yeah. My sports. <laughs> Her sports too. But that's not the first K-pop group that's thrown out a pitch at the Dodger Stadium. NCT 127 did it. True. But you and then, but I'm just saying, I'm surprised she didn't I text know. you and be like, Do you know the screw? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she didn't get a text. But yeah. Okay. So that's pretty much what's been going on. There's other stuff that's going on, obviously. Didn't talk about camp because I'm too depressed that I'm not going currently, but I could go later. We could go later. But yeah. there's a massive K pop festival going to be happening at uh the Rose Bowl in October, which has an incredible lineup for the two days and but it's not just like having to stand like you can get a seat at the rose bowl and like sit in a chair which is ideal ideal because it's not crowded amongst bodies exactly it's sitting in a chair just like the kcon concerts where you can like get the same seat for two days yep but yeah, anyways, so as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to be doing an update on who our ultimate biases are and reveal who our ultimate wreckers are. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so like I mentioned that the last time we talked, we talked about this was two years ago. I'm pretty sure that our lists have changed in some way, shape, or form. And then I also thought it would be a fun like idea to talk about some of our favorite surprise wrecker moments where like somebody that doesn't normally bias wreck you just came in bias wrecked you hard and then left yes or you can take it however you want it that's what i did i don't know if i took it exactly like that for some for some maybe but (laughs) that's why this is so funny because we'll both interpret the same thing different ways like remember when we did the bracket thing yeah, and like we I did very compl- completely different. <laughs> well, I think I think we bias people very differently. Okay. Um so why I think what we should do is like you share your ultimate biases and then I share mine and then ultimate records I share mine and then surprise records. Right. You know, back and forth. And we'll like talk about obviously why there are bias and that kind of thing, yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean we can. Yeah. Um so I think I would say the biggest thing that's changed for me is the fact that I am like fully a girl group stand now versus what I was in 2020. Mm-hmm. In 2020 I was dipping into the girl groups like I was into Twice. You know, I was into like Mama Moo, like I was, you know, I was tiptoeing my way. Now I'm like, I have one guy on my list. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. so different. Okay. Because, because like, I, I do listen to a lot of boy groups, but I wouldn't say I ult 
Got it. A ton Got of it. boy groups. Listen, the ladies have been no, killing it. No, um, I get it. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you on this fact. <laughs> like it's it's an interesting change, though. It really shows like how, like how you listen to K-pop and like what you consume has evolved since we started the show two years ago. Totally. Three years ago. Two. Three. Math is hard. I think we're going into our third year. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because if you think about when we started to listening to K-pop in 2018 mm-hmm. versus now, it's just, one, the whole industry's different since mm-hmm. then. Uh, but two, yeah, I mean, even you, even you, like there's groups that you listened to back then that, you know, now you have like kind of an updated list, obviously that we'll go over, but... Yeah, the, the ladies took over. So first we have Sana from Twice, which surprises no one. <laughs> what? Crazy. Um, so- and funny enough is I I don't remember if I put Sana on my list. I feel like I did for the last episode, but it was a fresh. Yeah. It was a fresh ult bias, maybe. I feel like I did because more and more had just happened. And I was, that's when I, like, alt-biased Sana was during more and more. Yeah. Because the 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 red hair, the orange redhead Sana just slayed me. And then forever then, I just went absolutely crazy for her and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I've, like, fully collected her car, her photo cards minus, like, two. Minus, like, two cards. She's like my, you know, profile picture on my K-pop trading card. Like everything about I love Sana. I love Sana. She's huge ult. Um, absolutely murdered me in this last concert tour when she did a dance to Roland. Which, if you know, you know. <laughs> She's just yeah. She just never fails to make me go absolutely crazy. So, in terms of how I pick my biases, especially like an ult bias. For me, I'm like, okay, who absolutely makes me mental? Like, who Mm -hmm. makes me mental? Am I reposting their photos in my Instagram all the time? Am I, like, obsessively checking their photos? Am I watching any any sort of, like, video that they're in? Are they doing an interview? I'm immediately watching it. Like, those are the kind of people where I'm like, they're very clearly my bias. Sana um, and a lot of people on this list. Next one is Jun Young from Twice as well because she is the protector. <laughs> She's very protective of Twice from beginning of Twice to now. She is like the, you know, she she's just like the member that is always making sure everyone's okay. Uh it was also really special to have her on this last tour because people were trying to make sure that she knew that she was like wanted and loved because she missed the last tour due to, you know, mental health reasons and just health reasons in general. And she really, she really went all out and, you know, killed it on tour. And it was just so nice to see, so nice to see her happy and all that. Uh, next bias on my list, which has not changed and probably will never change because 
of obviously who it is. RM for BTS. Yeah, that's ne- that's that's never going to change. Even if I don't listen to any more boy groups, <laughs> which is not going to happen. But RM from BTS, he's my first bias, my first ult bias. Always will hold a special place in my heart, obviously. Um, I mean, I don't know if I need to go in any further than that, really. (laughs) If there's going to be, like, anything that I buy merch from from BTS, which I typically don't buy a ton of merch from BTS because, one, it's expensive, and two, they put out, like, so much, 15 things a day. Like, I literally will go broke if I buy everything. But if there's going to be anything that I buy, it's typically for him. Like, I'll probably buy his photo folio thing but i probably won't i don't know if i'd buy anyone else's just because i just can't afford it (laughs) i just can't afford it um next is someone who is probably one of the most recent ones and i kind of teased it on last week's episode and that is min young from brave girls (laughs) shocker Yes. She has been my, like, wallpaper on my lock screen. Minus minus one time. I had a different photo. But, like, in the last, I would say, two to three months, she has been my lock screen. Like, just every new photo she comes out with, I'm changing it to her. Uh, on my Fearless Twitter account, I'm constantly changing it for <laughs> different photos that she puts out because... She's been, like, feeding us well with content on Instagram, and she's looking good. What can I say? <laughs> um, what can I say? Uh, she's also just, like, very funny in terms of personality, and she's kind of like that that goofy, I don't know, like, that, that goofy older person in your group that, like... <laughs> says things that are probably outdated and you're like you're so cringe but you're so cute yes that's just the kind of vibe that i get from her but she's um very attractive what can i say (laughs) next we have eugen from itzy and i would say about a year ago eugen wasn't even on my bias list Mm -hmm. she was she was technically a wrecker and I was keeping her there because I was like, you know what? Everyone likes her. She's always the member everyone likes. Like, I just like her because she's, like, she's that member. Like, she puts out the this incredible stage presence. You know, she's very, like, captivating. She's the member that draws a lot of people in. And I was like, that's all it is. I'm a damn liar. <laughs> <laughs> um. So over the past year, I've been watching... A lot of itsy content that is like variety content or behind the scenes content like vlogs things like that because they've been putting out more of that than actual like albums like I would say from the guess who album to crazy in love and then from crazy in love to sneakers there was just a lot of gaps like a lot mm-hmm. of time um, and they were putting out a lot of like I said, variety content, things like that. But I was watching it religiously. Like anything Itzy put out, I was watching it. And Eugene, 
I finally had to admit it to myself. And I was collecting Leah and Yuna from Itzy, but I had to admit to myself that Eugene was my bias. So I actually ended up uh, trading a lot of my Yuna stuff for Eugene. And now I'm like fully collected on both of them. Nice. But Eugene just like, she's the one that my eyes always gravitate towards. Like, mm-hmm. I will literally watch her for the whole performance and then be like, oh, shoot, I got to watch it over again. Look at some of the other members. <laughs> um, Personality-wise, I really love her. She's the member that will, like, tease the crap out of everyone. So, like, for an example, I watched one of their vlogs that they came out recently and they were hanging out. What were they doing? I think they were either hanging out before a fan meeting or something in the green room. And so Leah was just like spontaneously recording a what's in my bag. She's like, whoever, whoever like staff member was recording. Mm -hmm. She was like, I want to do a what's in my bag. And so she starts doing a what's in my bag. And she gets about two items in and Eugene picks up her own vlogging camera and she goes, I'm going to do a what's in my bag. And she just starts talking over her and Leah's like, what are you doing? (laughs) she's like i want to do one and then all of the members start (laughs) doing they're like pulling the cameras on them like let's do what's in my bag oh my god and they just tease the crap out of each other but i don't know just there's a lot of moments like i watched her birthday instagram live uh which i don't i don't typically watch lives anymore but she's she's something special on a live because she (laughs) She likes to read comments that you th- wouldn't think that she would read. <laughs> like, there was this one that read, um, are you dating Karina from Espa? Which she's like, she's friends with her. And she was like, am I dating Karina from Espa? Um, well, I do call her honey a lot. And I only call her and Chaeyoung that. So, and like, she wasn't, (laughs) she wasn't like shy about it. She was just like, huh, well, (laughs) that's good. So she likes to wreck us a lot. Um, anyway, (laughs) moving on. Minnie from Idol. Nice. Doesn't surprise you at all. No. Uh, you watched me mentally go through that. I feel like on Instagram in this past (laughs) like three months or something, Pretty much any, ever since they came out with Tomboy and Minnie's like whole concept in terms of her look with the dark hair, with the white like highlight stripes. And it's like the more like like rocker aesthetic. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. One, I was like obsessed with her Instagram. So like anytime she'd be posting something, I'm either liking it or reposting it. Um, She puts out a lot of like vlogs on the idols, like uh, YouTube channel. So I watch all of those whenever she's in it. She also does a lot of interview type things. Like recently she did a, she does she do it's kind of like a what's in my bag but like it's more like what's always like what are the essential things you keep in your bag or something like that with l i watched that she did a vlog of her like going home to thailand things like that like i really like watching her extra content next on my list would be solar 
from Mama Moo. <laughs> Again, none of these are a surprise to you, but it has changed since the last time we've done this episode. So yeah, <laughs> um, Solar is has always been my bias for Mama Moo. I watch as much of her vlogs as I can, like on her YouTube channel. Sometimes the sometimes the subject just doesn't interest me. Like sometimes she'll do a lot of diet stuff, and I'm just really not into that personally but um she does a lot of like silly adventure stuff like one time she really wanted to get ramen at the han river so she had moonbeal come with her and it was like pouring rain so they got a tent (laughs) and sat by the han river while it was just lashing down raining (laughs) eating ramen in this tiny tent (laughs) and this was like last week like this was (laughs) What like, it's, heck? like, literally the middle of, like, monsoon season. She's just like, I really wanted to do it. And Moonbill said she'd come with me. So <laughs> she's like, I didn't know it would rain this hard. Oh, my God. That's so funny. It was it was really cute. I just like watching a lot of her content and stuff. And her solo album, obviously, I was here for it. Immediately ordering it. I don't know. I don't think she'll ever not be my bias, if you know what I mean. Yeah. She's just been also killing it this year with like her Instagram photos and because for a long time, Mama Moo were only on uh, their own Instagram for the group, but they recently got all their individual Instagrams. And I think Solar was like the last one to get her Instagram. So now mm-hmm. she finally has it. We're finally getting that like great content of, you know, solo content. And last but not least, this is probably also my most recent like this one and Minyoung are my most recent so Eve from Luna has been tiptoeing around being my bias for a while now like a while when we did our episode on Luna at that time I would say Kim Lip was my bias but Eve I don't know there's there's something about Eve and if you're into women you get it like (laughs) she's got that something uh so she's been tiptoeing around being my bias, but I would say during Queendom, uh, she was getting closer, and then Pose, which was the finale song, happened, and I was like, okay, I think it's time to admit to myself that. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time. I think it's time. She came out with this one flaming red hair. Mm -hmm. Like, red. Like, not orange, red. Bright ass red. And it was a hip-hop concept, so she had these, like, low rise like baggy pants with like the the underwear like up and -hmm. like the bralette and big leather jacket over her with a hat and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) you were like holy crap she came out and i was like thanks for murdering me Thanks for literally murdering. She she said, you've been thinking about me being your bias? It's done now. She's like, cemented. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I finally admitted it to myself. Because Eve's song has always been my favorite. Like, her solo pre-debut song has always been my favorite Luna song. Along with Eclipse from Kim Lip. Um, so, like I said, she's been tiptoeing around being like, I bias not really um but yeah i have to admit it to myself like 
there's sometimes biases take a real slow, you know, Mm -hmm. time creeping up and you're like, the signs were there. The signs were there for at least a year, but I just have to admit it to myself eventually. (laughs) Yes. And so that is my bias list, alt bias list. I have a lot of other regular biases as well, but you know, your turn, Katie. Uh, Okay. Some of these I think have changed. I don't know. I can't remember what my old list was. Right. We both roughly kind of remember, but yeah. So obviously this one hasn't changed. Don't think it ever will, which is Mm -hmm. Jin from BTS. Obviously. I love Jin. Like, I love everything about him. I love the fact that he's doing an internship at Maple Story right now, and it is the most wholesome thing on the planet. I haven't I watched that. the videos yet, but <laughs> I saw somebody on TikTok was like, you can literally see the two people that are, like, working with him slowly fall in love with him, like, as he's talking. And I'm like, absolutely. Of course they would. <laughs> it's like, how could you not? Um. I just, I adore everything about Jin. Like, he's ridiculous. He's crazy. He's just, like, he's also very good at cooking. He's very, very talented. He takes care of everyone. He's such a sweetheart. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then my next one also didn't change, which is Jin Young from God 7. (laughs) Yes. I don't, the the chokehold he has over me will never fade, I feel like. Like, I still, like, it is burned in my memory the moment I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, he's my bias. I get Man. it. He, he low-key wrecked me this year with Yumi Cells too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was like, I was like good lord. <laughs> How are the biases holding up? <laughs> it's hard. It is, it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's just like... He's super talented. Like, his acting skills have gotten phenomenally better over, you know, the last couple of years. And Mm -hmm. he's just, like, I'm waiting for him to release, like, more music. Like, he did an OST for Yumi Cells, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was very good. But Jin Young, like, Dive is not going to keep me satisfied forever. Like, I need (laughs) more. (laughs) Dive was so good, though. I would listen to that song forever. Yes. Um, But, yeah. I adore him. He's never mm-hmm. leaving. I don't think that he would allow me to leave. Right. Like you send him hearts and he cuts them in half, but he's yeah. like, you don't get to leave though. Oh no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like you're in for life. I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, and then next is Wu Young from ATs. Mm. That also should not be a surprise, but no. also um, I think he made it. Like, he's always been my bias for ATs, mm-hmm. but I think ultimate bias, like, really, like, 100% just, it hit me hard, I think, during the last couple of comebacks, and then, like, getting to see them in person, finally, and the man right. is just absolutely breathtaking in every possible way. Um, But also, like, he's just so talented, and he's so, he's such a rebel. Like, I love that, like, when he did the, they did the interview with Jesse when she was like, oh, let's, you know, use, like, informal. And immediately he was all over that, and they were just like, whoa, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a troublemaker, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely love the video that just came out of uh, Hong Joon called his mom. 
Mm-hmm. And Wu Young was like, Mom, Mom, like talking to her like he was like she was his mother. Right. And all this stuff they were talking about Sherbert ice cream is what they were talking about. Aw. And and he asked her like if they watched their performance and she was like, Yeah, I watched it because you were there. And he was just like and Hong Jun's like standing right there. He's like, Um, what the hell? It's like, I'm sorry, I'm your child. Uh Yes. <laughs> It was so sweet. I just, oh my God, I adore him very, very much. Um, and then next, I have two people on the same line, um, which is Felix and Banchan from mm-hmm. Stray Kids. For different, I think for different reasons, different slash the same. So like both of them, I find them to be my comfort idols, mm-hmm. especially Chen. Like I, I feel like... <laughs> This is his fault more than anything that it's gotten to that point where it's one of those like idols where you just can't see yourself not ever unbiasing them. Yeah. To the point where like they've become and I think that he would not like this probably. I don't know because we shouldn't we shouldn't be like I would love them forever and I can't imagine my life without them kind of thing. And I Mm. think that that is not what they would want. But I feel like Chan provides this level of home is what it is mm-hmm. is because he provides such a safe space all the time and i mean he literally went into this like crying rage at their concert he was like i will protect you <laughs> you are mine <laughs> it's almost threatening and it was like oh my god um yes. but he he always has this sort of like level of comfort and he takes a lot of weight on his shoulders of like carrying the group and then like carrying the fandom to a certain point. And I'm sure that's never easy, but the amount of comfort that he provides once a week in a hug that we don't actually physically get that we experience through the camera Mm-hmm. Like that small amount of comfort is enough. Yeah. Honestly, I live for Channy's room. I love Channy's room and I will never stop watching Channy's room. Um, Felix is just special. Like he's honestly special. Like he takes care of the other members. He's so funny and so sweet and so adorable. Didn't need to experience his sexy Pika Pikachu in person. That was a whole different ex- life experience. That was um, something. That was something. Yeah. I love his voice. I love how how his voice, his deep, deep voice doesn't match, like, his person. So it's always really exciting yeah. when it, like, watching people react to his voice. Seriously. Um, my favorite will always be BM from Card when he was like, how old is Felix? He's 19. Boy went through a different kind of puberty, which I thought mm-hmm. was really funny. Um, but yeah, I absolutely adore them. Honestly, all of Stray Kids. Yeah. Comfort. Um, and then next I have Mingyu from Seventeen, which surprised no one. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. He was my first bias in Seventeen. And, like, constantly reminding me why. And I can't let that go. Like, every time he just, like, like, that small part of them singing um, Home Run or whatever. Was it Home Run when they were on um, 
uh Corden. Oh, James Corden, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like walking through the hallway and smells a flower and throws it over his shoulder. I thought I was dying. Yeah. I I, I, <laughs> was like, it's almost like every time you divert your attention just slightly away, he comes in, he's like, I'm sorry. Did you forget about me? Like, <laughs> no, I did not. I just wanted to take a breather. Sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, 17 concerts in person is really hard to handle when you're a Mingyu Pai. I understand. Man, honestly, if you're just like a bias of anybody in 17, it's hard to handle. Um, but Mingyu, particularly, like, I love his like rapping and his singing, just like, but he is just breathtaking. My God. Constant attention grabber, always. I'm like, oh, look at 17. Mingyu. Yep. Oh. Like, <laughs> did I buy his D Icon magazine? Absolutely. Did I carry his photocard around accidentally or on purpose in my purse for a really long time? Absolutely. <laughs> um, do I watch all the stuff that he does? Yeah. Do I, wa- do I like all of his pictures on Instagram? Absolutely. Am I super grateful that he didn't get COVID till after my show? Yeah. I didn't want him to get COVID, but I'm also happy that I got to see him before yes. he got COVID. I know. I feel like that would have, like, it was obviously upsetting that you didn't see Dino, but if you yeah. didn't get to see Mingyu, I feel like you'd be really upset. Yeah. 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 I still would have absolutely loved the show because I love Seventeen, but totally. also, like, not getting... It's hard s- when your bias is missing. It's hard when your bar- when your ultimate bias is, like, literally missing. Exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. And so next I have, I had to put him on here because I would literally go to the ends of the earth. One, to protect this person. One. Two, I would give him as much money as possible for any of the best concert ticket ever. And I wouldn't do that for anyone. Not even BTS. Mm-hmm. 1-0. Yep. Damn straight. Hands down, if he comes here on tour, I'm like, oh, you mean front row VIP meet and greet is $400? No problem. (laughs) No problem. We didn't mention him on the last podcast, and we low-key were like, are people going to notice? Like, we (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We mentioned him in every episode. I was super shocked that we didn't talk about him last episode. Um, But anyways, 1-0, like... What's not, honestly, what's not to love? Like, he yeah. is the ultimate fan service idol, 100%. He is the sweetest person ever. He has got, worked hard for that rockin' body that he likes to share with us on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. Not upset about it at all. Um, And just, like, he's got the biggest heart, and he loves Winnie so much. And... It was absolutely devastating to watch him go through everything that happened, right? And then, yeah. but like, watch him pick himself back up and then come out <sighs> like stronger than ever. Come out stronger than Literally. ever. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And watching other people just like slowly fall in love with him the more they talk to him, like watching Jesse, like moment to moment just fall in love with one the longer he was on her show was literally everything to witness. It was. It was so precious because mm-hmm. I was like, girl, same, <laughs> same. <laughs> I love him. Um, Next, I have Taman from Shiny. Ooh, okay. I like to pretend that I'm not obsessed with Taman, but that would be a lie. I'm a dirty, dirty liar. 
Um, like, he is the one person that's currently doing his military service that I am anxiously awaiting his return. Like, I need yeah. him to come back for my own sanity. <laughs> I understand, yeah. Like, I miss him so much. Like, I miss just his, like, Instagram lives that he does where he, like, gives his manager a hard time. I mm-hmm. miss videos that he posts of his cat. Like... Everything. He, he's he is thoroughly missed in like just in the K-pop music industry in general. Like I miss his comebacks so much. I miss everything. Like everything about him. Like I miss his interactions with Shiny. Like I miss how mm-hmm. much like him and Key just like give each other, you know, grief all the time. I miss just like tame in English King moments mm-hmm. when he's trying to say something in English. He's like, no, no, it's not that. He's like, no, it's this. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but I just, I'm literally like, I didn't know I was going to miss him as much as I do. Like it's mm-hmm. a constant soon. He's going to be back soon though. November counting mm-hmm. down the days. Don't like being a military wife. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, and then my last one on this list is one that I had refused for a long time to admit to myself. Um, that one has one changed my whole bias list, I think, for this particular group. And like, I kept pretending like he wasn't like a bias, but he definitely is not only a bias, but an old bias. Mm. And that's Unu from Astro. <laughs> Which, funny enough, was on my old list the yeah. last time. He's still yeah. a bias. He's still yeah. a bias, but I understand. It's it's so hard because because I still, I love Jinjin very much. He was my first bias in that group. He still is my bias. I just, like, every single comeback, every single, th- it's just like, I bought a damn teddy bear that he held in a concept photo. <laughs> I mean, I did too, so I can't laugh at you, really. <laughs> no, like, I have a freaking Care Bear that he held in one concept photo. And I was like, I have to have this bear because he held the same bear and I must have it. For me, it's like I will literally never own that photo card. So this is the closest thing I've got. I know. That photo card is expansive. Seriously. Like, I just, I adore Unu very much. And obviously, like, me pretending, like, after our interaction at the high touch, like, he wasn't a bias. It's just me lying to myself. (laughs) I feel you. It's, like, I just, I adore Unu very much. And I love, like, everything that he does. I love the music that he puts out, how talented he is, how freaking, like, good he is at taking boyfriend photos, which he needs to stop. He is very good at that. He's been my lock screen repeatedly. Mm. Like, he is currently not my lock screen. I have an old bias record as my lock screen currently. Okay. Just as a preview. I feel um, like that's the ultimate thing, too, is, like, when someone's your lock screen, they have to be on, like, <laughs> your bias list somehow, really. Yeah. And I usually, like, so I change my lock screen for concerts most of the time. Mm -hmm. So depending on um, if I'm going to a show or not, I'll change my lock screen. And I had downloaded perfectly great photos of of Mingyu Mm -hmm. and did not put him as my lock screen. (laughs) 
no. I put somebody else. Um, but yeah, it Unu's been my lock screen many, many times. Especially I love boyfriend photos very much. They're my favorite yeah. kind of picture. So keep posting those. Love you. <laughs> Heart. Heart. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to Ultimate Wreckers. I'm sure my list is kind of long. I don't know how long your list is. Mine is not very long. Okay. But, yeah. Do share and please provide reasons why. This episode's going to be long and it's going to be great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> number one for me is Moonbeal. Like, the second I thought about making this list, I was like, Moonbeal. <laughs> yes. Because... She's not a bias. She's not a bias. But do I watch every single thing that she does? Are you sure she's not a bias? I think she's you're not, lying she's to yourself. She's not a bias. She's not a bias. Um, I adore her in general on her own. Uh, but I really adore like her friendship with Solar. Mm-hmm. Because they just have like this, I don't know. This special bond and like when Solar was in her musical, she, uh, she went and like, you know, bought her this like two dozen rose bouquet and like when she was like taking her home, she was like very protective of like keeping her safe and like getting her out of there. And it was very girlfriend vibes. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Adorable. Very protective girlfriend vibes. Um. But really, the moment that I was like, oh, shoot, like, because Moonbeal's always kind of been a wrecker, you know, she's just that member anyway. But when she came out with Cheese in a Trap, Cheese in the Trap, concept photos with that rocker look and the, like, cute Y2K look, I was like, excuse me, you do not need to, like give me this incredible duality that is just (laughs) wrecking me hard. That was the first time I'd ever like bought photo cards and like bought her album and like things like, I was like, I have to have it. I have to have all the versions. I have to have the, like the pre-order benefits of (laughs) yes. I went hard on that that era i do watch she now has a youtube channel as well and i watch all her youtube channel videos they're very fun she does a lot of eating videos which cracks me up because nine times out of ten she'll she'll not like nearly anything <laughs> she, like she she'll eats? do yeah well it's just like she'll do like a like a oh i'm gonna try all these different foods from blah blah blah, blah like that she's never really tried before and like nine, like like I would say like eight out of ten times, she's like, oh yeah, I didn't really like that. <laughs> and it just cracks me up. She's very honest. She's very honest. She's just like, mm, I don't really like that. <laughs> I kind of. She just she knows what she likes and she sticks to it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, she's she's probably the only one that I would ever like put as a lock screen. That isn't a bias. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe two years from now when we do this episode again, she'll be on my bias list. Probably. Second one is Jin from BTS. <laughs> Friggin' knew that the way that you were so obsessed with Moon. 
but also obsessed, just in general obsessed with moon um he's he's also again the member that i would probably buy stuff for like i have his premium photo like from you like when you were like i have two i was like oh i'll take one <laughs> off your <laughs> katie's inability to buy just one of something because i'm an idiot yeah <laughs> help supply um, you with things but i appreciate it thank you <laughs> uh but yeah he's he's definitely the member whose like photos i think are my favorite just because he's obviously worldwide handsome so <laughs> obviously i think for me though like over the years of getting to know bts there are members that you just kind of gravitate towards in terms of like who you feel like personally connected to and i like i feel like i vibe a lot with jin because in a way i feel very similar to him he's very internal in terms of how he deals with things and handles with things you don't always know exactly kind of how he feels because he wants to kind of put up on a good a good face around people and he wants to be silly and he wants to have fun and he wants to keep things light but he's also very like shy Mm -hmm. and he's very humble and i don't know he's just very internal like Mm -hmm. he's just an introvert like on his days off he literally just sits in his room and plays games for like 12 hours straight (laughs) which is not healthy Someone needs to go in and be like, are you good? Have you eaten? (laughs) Yes. Because he's admitted that he'll get so focused that he literally, like, won't eat or sleep for, like, a very long time because he's like, oh, this is my only opportunity to do this, so I'm going to do it. And I'm like, yeah, man, but you need to eat. Okay? (laughs) Yes, please. So, yeah, I I just feel like I I connect to him a lot and... Yeah, that's 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 my record. So <laughs> um, next one, I would say so for twice. My bias list in general has changed a lot ever since I got into them, which was which would be like 2018-2019. But my record currently for twice is Geo. Specific. Well, well, specific moment that wrecked me hard was and if anyone who's watched this video, you'll know her moment in Perfect World where it, there's this epic transition from when she like bends down and then stands up and it changes outfits seamlessly. And you're like just slapped in the face with how cool she looks. Uh, but also I like I I just really um, have a lot of fun with her in terms of watching like their variety content. She is insanely competitive. Insanely competitive. So whenever they play games, they always put a flame over her head when they edit it. <laughs> and they call her Ambitious Geo. And she will literally like she will like cut everyone down to win that competition. <laughs> and they like they make her flame bigger depending on how competitive she's getting. So if she's getting like crazy competitive, they make the flame bigger over her. Oh my god, that's so funny. It's really funny. Um, she's just hysterical, and she's a really good leader for Twice. And 
even like when she's at the concert, she likes to play with onces where she'll she'll make them sway their light sticks and she'll be like this and then she'll like fake them out and like make them move and make them dance. And so she's very just like she's very interactive with once. Um, I like a lot of her bubble messages and things like that. Not that I'm subscribed to her on bubble, but <laughs> I don't I don't have bubble on my phone. But uh, I also really I've been loving her OST stuff that she's been doing recently and so yeah she's just she's one of those members that will definitely like distract me in the middle of watching performances because her perform like her stage presence is insane insane mm-hmm. so yeah she snatches my attention in a group where my attention is already insanely divided <laughs> I have to watch twice over and over and over again constantly because I'm like, okay, now focus on this member. Okay, now focus on this member. Um, And then lately, I would say a new wrecker of mine is Chu from Luna. And that is because I've been obsessively watching her YouTube content. And she's funny. Mm-hmm. She's just very funny. Um, She kind of just like says... She just says the first thing that comes out of her mouth and, like, doesn't really think about it very much. And she's very silly and very cute. And I'm not normally into the more cutesy members, but she's she's just adorable. And I can't help it. And her YouTube content is very popular. And I can see why. Unfortunately, it's kind of part of the reason why she wasn't on the tour is because they overbooked her. On, on her side projects and so they were like okay sorry you're not gonna go on tour and i think it's also for other reasons but uh jeez well because the whole deal with the company and everything she makes them the most money and so they like copyrighted her name to make it where if she went solo she couldn't do anything under that name and yeah it's unfortunate um some people feel like it was kind of backlash for that probably yeah so uh but i really like her i really like her side projects she's adorable um she's also a very good performer and she wrecked me specifically in queendom during shake it where she was wearing this like suit with a vest and i was like okay chew okay you're usually more hyper femme this is this is cool this is <laughs> oh my <laughs> um but yeah sometimes for me like the wrecking doesn't happen for like physical reasons it's a lot of times personality i'm like oh <laughs> your personality has me drawn in so your turn katie oh <laughs> um okay so Sauna from Astro. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I swear to God. I saw- you mean when I you sw- blacked out in <laughs> high touch? I can't even. Like, I don't understand what it is about Sana that, like, just has me in a tizzy, like, every single time. Like, I was dying over the videos from, like, the... The oh, the Waterbomb Fest? The Waterbomb Fest with, with Moonbin. Because it's so funny because Moonbin is completely shirtless 
Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I freaking love Moonbin so does, much. Yeah, he does not mind being shirtless. No, not at all. And I don't mind either. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when he ripped off Sasha's shirt, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Just lose my absolute damn mind. Like, I don't. I don't know. It's just so funny because they typically kind of cover them up whenever they're shirtless, right? Whenever they do yeah. the videos on their their channel, they always cover them up. Like they put a little emoji over their, their body. Yeah. Nope. Not it's there. Just, <laughs> it's so like night and day where it's like we're so used to like seeing one oh like mostly shirtless or mostly unclothed. And yeah. then the moment like a member that's normally not like shows like shoulder or collarbone we're like an absolute victorian era just absolutely losing our damn mind like he showed his collarbone i'm dying <laughs> abs oh my god right meanwhile yes. like 1-0 is completely like it's weird to see him with a shirt sometimes yeah that's yeah. i think that's more weird than than seeing him without one but mm-hmm. anyways like sana made me totally black out for two whole members during the high touch didn't know i could be blacked out and be awake at the same time but apparently that's a whole thing um wrecks me every single time get his photo card every single time even if i don't want it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i pretend like i don't like him but i absolutely love him but he wrecks me every single time and so it's just too much overwhelming yeah it's overwhelming constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid for the next time I see them, like Astro in person. Like I'm scared. Yeah. Um, next for me is a combo deal for two different reasons. Okay. So Jungkook of BTS, because literally I would, I would literally buy anything that he sold. Like right. I jumped on buying that photo book like immediately. Yes. But also, like, I love Jungkook's, like, personality. I love how, like, how introverted he is. Because he's me sometimes. Like, when he was at the J-Hope, like, release party for mm-hmm. um, for Jack in a Box. And he was, like, sitting by himself, like, over off to the side. I was yes. like, oh, that's me. And a big party with, like, people I don't know. See, Jin would be me. Jin was like, what do I say to people? What do I do? Like, he was constantly like freaking out about being around other people and i was like that's me (laughs) yeah i mean i'm also that but which makes totally reason why like you'll like you'll be nervous but then you'll be like chatty but then you'll then you'll kind of go back in the corner and be like okay i'm gonna chill here for a bit (laughs) yep that's me that's a thousand percent me Mm -hmm. um but i'm also like very much like jk being like super introverted like if there's big groups of people around that i don't know like i will not talk to anybody it takes Mm -hmm. a lot to get me to like i want to talk to people but also like absolutely not yeah worst nightmare that's why networking parties and stuff like that for like companies is my absolute worst nightmare yeah i can't network i'm so bad at it like i can't talk to strangers Mm-mm. I could never. Nope. And then, like, the other person on that same line is RM. Mm-hmm. RM bias wrecks me so hard. <laughs> like, just in looks, in his singing, his super powerful lyrics, the way he does. Like, I have a freaking tattoo of his lyrics on my wrist. Yep. And also, like, I feel like RM 
is me. Like, somebody asked if there was anyone in BTS that you could marry or go out on a date with, who would it be? And immediately I was like, RM. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because I love, I love all of the same things that he really likes, like museums mm-hmm. and books and like, just like going to quiet places outside, mm-hmm. bike rides, like all of those things I would do with him. Mm-hmm. Like, in a heartbeat. Like, it wasn't even, like, a second thought. It was like, oh, would I go out with, like, no, RM. Immediately. I I love Jin. I would marry, I would marry Namjoon in a heartbeat, like, immediately. Just saying. Wrecker. Anyways, moving on to my next wrecker, which is Yongjoon from Tomorrow by Together. Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Yes. Like, I have two biases in TXT, right? Like, Subin and Taeyeon. But freaking Yeonju, like every single time, anytime he come to my side of the stage, I'd lose my damn mind. Every time he was doing anything, I was dying. Like I literally like can't not watch him. I can't. I don't know how yeah. to not. And no. like the whole thought of them coming out into the audience and like seeing people, him particularly was the one who had me just stressed. Because like I just tap on people's shoulders and be like. Hey, hey, and he's just there. And I was just like, like, he had me more stressed than anyone else. Like, oh, like, Subin is behind you. Okay, sure. Like, he's my bias. No big deal. But like, Yeonjun had me stressed. And I didn't even come out in the audience at my show. It's like a blessing, but also sad. (laughs) I was so disappointed, but also like relieved at the same time. But Mm -hmm. he has me stressed every single comeback. Every single concept photo, his Instagram, he's the, like, the member I watch all the time. And I'm like, oh, no, whoops, I got to go back and rewatch because that is not, I, I got to see everybody else. Yep. Right? Like, exactly. He's got me stressed you, all the time. When you realize you've only watched one person the whole performance and you're like, crap. <laughs> got to go back. Got to go back. There are other members in this group. Oh, my God. Constantly with him, though. Like, all the time. Like, he posted some photos of, like, him from one of the videos, like, where he was, like, in water. And I was, like, saving immediately. (laughs) Do I need these? Absolutely not. But did I save them? Absolutely. In, like, 0.5 seconds? Yeah. Happened. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, Okay. And then the next. uh, These two are very recent, actually. Okay. Within the last... Yeah, just this last comeback and maybe before that, which is S-Coops and One mm-hmm. Woo. Yeah. I've been stressing to you about how hard S-Coops has been bias wrecking me mm-hmm. for like, since like for uh, Face the Sun. And then I think even like the album before that. I don't know what yeah. it is. You've been you've been kind of um, having your eye on him for a while. He's been stressing me out. Yeah, understandably. In the best way. I was like, please, like, it was at every comeback. I'm like, please get your bias away from me. Listen, I... (laughs) I feel like a certain person has reached old bias wrecker when you're texting somebody else who it's their just, like, like, normal bias, and you're like, please get this person out of my face. Exactly. That is me with S-Coops constantly and he looks so good at the concert on Wednesday like I was dying and he was obviously like the person I was most disappointed that I didn't get to see Last like time, that he yeah. wasn't there when I in in 2020 mm-hmm. and like 
he always catches my eye. And like, I love just how people are scared of him. That's also one of my favorite things is like the other members will do something and he just gives them a look and they're like, oh, 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 crap. Daddy's oh, angry. no. <laughs> Specifically, whenever DK pisses off as Coops or he like does something where he's just like. What are you doing? It's the same look. He gets the same look that RM gets. Yeah. And Hongjun, too, when the other members are just, like, effing around, and you're just like, hey. And they immediately are like, oh, crap. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. S-Coops. Oh, my God. And Wonwoo was just so out of, like, out of nowhere. During Face mm-hmm. the Sun, he just, like, comes in, and I was like, holy... I was texting Becky, and I was like, get your bias out of my face. (laughs) My God. And, like, at the concert, he was so much to handle because I was already, like, in old bias, like, old record territory with him. And I was just, like, I was dying. I have a thing for deep-voiced rappers who also sing beautifully. I was crying during his, his, he did a cover of an IU song, and I was, like, getting so teared up It was beautiful. It. it was so beautiful, and I'm just like, this man is wrecking so hard. I don't know how to deal with any of that. He's my background, by the way, on my phone. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But at least it's, it was 17. Yeah, it was 17. It's a, I will show you this picture look at how beautiful he is wow that is beautiful he's like sitting in a field with flowers and he's in focus and like the flowers directly next to him are in focus i was looking through photos and i was like "Mm, this one (laughs) yeah that's a good one he's my lock screen currently and then next i've got hongjun and xiangwa from ats because Xiangwa, first of all, always one captures my... I get your bias out of my face, Chelsea. Listen, I got good taste. What can I say? <laughs> he, like, one always captures my attention constantly. I also seem to have a thing for the older members, too, which I've noticed, too, because yeah, he's the same. oldest in 80s. Um, But he, like, one always looks so good. And this last comeback, like, good lord. <laughs> Yeah. Like Although every comeback, he every comeback, every single comeback. He like, stands out. He the way his hair with the undercut, like my god, his voice just like I want to die. And Hongjun specifically is just how much of a toxic boyfriend he is, which I approve possessive. of. Possessive. Yes. He is so possessive. <laughs> Those videos of him when he was like when he was like, you guys sing um, uh, K-pop songs really good. And he was like, but especially AT songs. No, only AT songs. <laughs> you know how he did the thing at the the Idol Championship thing? Apparently, um, Juhan did the same thing. Because I recently saw an interview he did where he was like, yeah, I don't like Mom Baby looking at other people. They look at, they're, they, they can't be clapping for other people. <laughs> What is it? It's like because if I'm if I'm there, you're clapping for me. Not don't don't be looking at us. He even gets possessive. Juhan does at fan signings when they're paying too much attention to the other members. And he was like, um, hello. 
It's like, I'm right here. I'm right here in front of me, in front of my sandwich. Like, but Hongjun, like one, I love, he is best captain always. Definitely. Like, I love just how funny he is and like how good he looks. I feel really bad that Mimi's not going to get to see his two-toned hair tonight. Oh, I know. Because she's been dying over that whole thing. He's the only, he was the first man that I was like, I have never found a mullet sexy in my entire life until I met Hongjun. True. He definitely, I feel like he kind of started the mullet wave. I think JB had his mullet going True. for a while too before that, but I didn't know Got7 that well back then. So Hongjun is the beginning of the mullet obsession for me because now I'm okay with like most K-pop idols with mullets. Hello. Yes. Hongjun looks so they good. They make it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also, I was dying over when Hongjun at our concert, at the one I went to, when people didn't, these two people that happened to be people that I knew didn't participate in the wave. And he was like, oh, he was like, two people didn't do it. I saw you. I see you. He was like, I see you. <laughs> and then he like blew them a kiss. And I was like, well, if that's what you get when you don't do the wave, I'm never doing the wave ever again. Exactly. I want a kiss, too. <laughs> yes. Um, I was also dying over his photos that he posted of him at Target yesterday. Oh I was like, it's a mother, mother of seven trying to get his kids some snacks. That's what he was doing. I don't know Adorable. how he, I don't know how he, like, deals with. He's got a hard specifically job. Specifically Wu Young, because that guy <laughs> is an absolute troublemaker. <laughs> yes. That's why I love the conversation between Hong Jun and Banchan during mm. Kingdom when they were like, who's the troublemaker for you? And he's like, oh, it's Wu Young. And then it's Chambin. Yeah. And I was like, they would be besties. <laughs> and that's, you know. Yep. Okay. I have two more. Um, my last, my second to last one is hilarious because you brought up Ju Honey because it is Ju Honey. <laughs> Yep. He, was, he was wrecking me so hard at the concert. Like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. It was all, so all, hard. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you didn't put Hyungwon on your list because you would not stop talking about him. Well, we're talking about our moments of people we were wrecked oh, by Oh, never mind. <laughs> I've, uh, I've got some things to say. I'm sure you do. But... Jew honey, my God! Over the, I think he started to become an old wrecker right around when they did when they did their first live, um, the live show, like the online one, um, yeah. during the pandemic. The way that he was just ribbing the the translator was just everything. Translate faster. Translate. He was faster. like, I didn't say that. Say what I said. <laughs> didn't he say that at the concert? Like that's not what I said. <laughs> Yeah, I think he did. Uh, oh, God. He's just... The the interview that I watched recently was him on Youngji's show, mm-hmm. Not Prepared or whatever, um, which is an older interview, but you got to watch it. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, forever live the picture of Ju Honey with the pantyhose over his face. Literally. I- oh, my God. God. I was laughing so hard. I was one couldn't breathe. Second was crying because it was so funny. I just so I loved you, honey. And funny. I made a sign for him when we went to the concert. Like yes. he is not even my bias. And I was like, I have to have a sign for you. 
yeah. Yeah. Obsessed. Obsessed with him. And then last but not least, which is very recent, which I think that this was because t- uh, TikTok forced this on me. Fair enough. Chumbin from Stray oh, Kids. yes. <laughs> because my TikTok is a Chumbin bias. I'm telling you right now. But all the time. Every single, every single, like, recently, it was just, like, chumbin' this, chumbin' that, like, everything. The video of him, like, doing the pull-ups in the water, like, his stupid muscly arms and, like, how ridiculous he is. And I absolutely love that video when, uh, from a while ago, when they were at the hotel and uh, Chan was like, we should go to sleep. And then he, like, starts screaming. <laughs> no! <laughs> um... But yeah, I freaking, I love Chumbin. He's got such a presence on stage. Like, I, he kept catching my eye at the concert. Like, I was constantly, like, pinging between, like, him and my biases and obviously, like, Lino mm-hmm. and then the rest of them. Like, I didn't realize that Chumbin was going to become an old wrecker, but who was I <laughs> kidding? Oh, my God. Okay. So that's all that I have for my old records. So now we're going to go into, like, surprise records where, like, you were, you know, it's a concept or concert or something where it just sort of hit you out of the blue. I don't have a ton for this section, but I specifically want to talk about Monster X at their (laughs) latest concert and, like, all of them because my bias was not there. Oh, so, true. So Shonu's in the military. So all these, all these boys. I mean, I I obviously love Monster X as a whole. So of course, like I was excited to see them regardless. Mm-hmm. I have never experienced the way that I felt. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to behold. And you be watched honest. me melt down many times. I mean, many- I was doing the same thing. So, so. I got, I think I got wrecked by every single member at some point in some way. Yes. I, I would say if I had to pick a wrecker, it would probably be Juhan or I am, but I don't know. Like Shonu's locked in as my bias, man. But I, I was wrecked. I'm telling you by every single one of them, every single one, Minhyuk and his solo performance, (laughs) quite possibly the highlight of the freaking concert like i never get wrecked by minhyuk like he's funny he's obviously very handsome but like absolutely ridiculous his song i was literally like what this is amazing this is one of the best performances i've ever seen (laughs) then we had hyunwon just i i thought my eyes were melting like imagine how i felt as <laughs> that's why I kept bias. turning back to you because I was like, I, "How are you standing?" Because I was I, barely. <laughs> my knees were giving out. Okay, <laughs> like I kept having to grab the chair in front of me because I was like, "What the hell?" Yes. Um, Juhan's performance where, and then he started crying. I was like getting ready to cry. I was like, "What is? What are these emotions?" Yeah. What are these emotions? Um, and then I am obviously so much like enough said, uh, he was like, 
what did he say? It was something about like, wow, you guys are screaming really loud for my performance. Um, or maybe it's my body, whatever. <laughs> I was like, never been so called out. <laughs> and he was like, it was fine either way. And I was yeah. like, can you shut up? Just <laughs> shut up. I don't need to feel attacked right now. But also screaming for both. But also screaming for both. So like every member, every member, absolutely. And I, like I said, I've, I've never felt that way. Like, I felt like I was, I was like going crazy for them. And I'm like, they're, none of them are even my bias. <laughs> you were having a meltdown during Ki Hyun's solo performance. Oh too. my God. Yes, you're right. His song was so good. Every, I'm so glad they got to do solo songs because mm-hmm. then I could just individually just have a meltdown for every member. <laughs> yes. But even Hyun, Hyunwan's solo. Oh my God. Like, the dancing, the dancing. Jeez, I that was an unforgettable. I mean, I knew I would enjoy myself very much at that concert, but I, it surpassed, it surpassed everything for me. We've Wrecked been waiting by, so long for that too. Yes, exactly. Um, every every single member. So there's not a single member of Monster X that I don't enjoy thoroughly. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, uh, never, ever been wrecked like that in my life, <laughs> in person especially. Um, I would say another person would be Jinjin in the last, like, two comebacks from Astro. I agree. I remember getting the messages from you, just like, what the hell? Literally just sending you, like, performance after performance and picture after picture, just being like, does Jinjin know how to wear buttons? Like, does he know how no. buttons work? No, he does not. Um, <laughs> he does not. Like, obviously Jinjin, I like, I love his voice. He's very attractive. But like, I was getting, I was like low key being like, do I bias Jinjin? Like, what the frick? <laughs> You're like, why am I hyperventilating again over this? Like, even the subunit uh, that he did with Rocky. Oh my God. I was obsessed with that song. Yeah. I was obsessed with that. It was so good. And I just like, I couldn't help but watch him just the whole time. And yeah, he, like, I started getting some photo cards of his because I was like, he looks good in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. It's also like almost impossible to trade Unu, especially right away with Astro. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get Jinjin. (laughs) Some Jinjin and Rocky photo cards. Um, Rocky too. Sometimes, sometimes. Oh my god, hits me, dude. Um, Rocky, Rocky sometimes just like hits right on. Like you're just like what the, yeah, like, out of nowhere. That's why when Jinjin and Rocky did the subunit, I was like, oh god, <laughs> I was having a hard time. That's exactly how I felt about Moonbin Sana. Yeah, like hard time. Yeah, always very hard time. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've kind of already explained with my other records. Yeah. Like specific things, but I feel like those are, those are people that aren't my records that have like wrecked me really hard. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe two some, lately Wean has been wrecking me. Uh, and I never, not that I never liked Wean. I like Wean from Mamamoo very much, but Lately, her like watching her YouTube videos and 
Um, her videos with her cat. <laughs> Those are your favorite. It's just hysterical because she she gets this like voice. She 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 gets it a lot when she's really excited. It's like mm-hmm. this like higher higher pitch like cutesy uh voice and then she'll like realize it's like reality hits her and then she'll like look in the camera and she's like what have i been doing (laughs) i can't explain it like it's like she gets so into whatever she's doing and she's very just excited and then reality hits and she's like why am i And it cracks me up. I just love watching her videos. It's they're so funny because it's a side of her you don't really get to see. Because mm-hmm. she's very very shy. When she's with people that she knows very well, she's an absolute crackhead. Like just just absolutely insane. The things that she like like says and does and everything about it and her laugh her laugh is cr- is crazy but then when she's around people she doesn't know very well she's very quiet and very like serious mm-hmm. so i've been getting wrecked a bit by her lately with her youtube videos and everything um and then like one of her dance videos went viral recently <clears throat> i can't remember why but some people put oh i forget what it was some people either put a different audio over hers or it's a song that she covered that just went viral. And so people were covering the dance and it's like she gets on the floor and it's like like grinding against the floor kind of a deal. And it's a very attractive, <laughs> very attractive dance video uh, that went viral again. And it was an older video and I was just like, oh, my <laughs> I'm going to leave now before I bias all of Mama Moon. <laughs> Surprised you haven't gotten there yet. I mean, in a way, I kind of have. It's really hard with four member groups. I have the hardest time. Brave Girls, Blackpink, Mama Moo. I have the hardest time not basically biasing the whole group because I feel bad biasing two and then biasing three. And then I'm like, well, I guess I bias all of them now. <laughs> That's how I felt about Mont right yeah because i was like a rota bias but i was like yeah but i really like natachan and bitsian and then you're just like it whatever i'm i'm ot4 three or whatever three ot3 yes because well i just mean like you know yeah ot3 ot4 you're like let's just let's just bias them all because i feel rude at this point um yes so that is that is probably the ones that stand out it was really hard for me like i said i'd already mentioned specific moments for everyone else but Mm -hmm. i couldn't think of anyone else past that so what about you so last year 17 did an online concert called incomplete okay it was the first is going yes you do it was the first um like online concert of the year pretty much Mm. so like it was kind of funny that like my uh 2020 started out with 17 because i saw them live right in january Mm -hmm. and then obviously like 2020 took a nosedive and then my first 2021 online concert was 17 Mm -hmm. also and then i just saw them right um on wednesday so they did the incomplete online concert which was phenomenal Mm-hmm. But there is one particular part that is forever burned 
end of my memory that will never go away. Mm-hmm. And they d- sang the song Light a Flame. Okay. But they did this like salsa version. Because mm-hmm. the song has already got that vibe to it, but right. like the dancing. Okay. Yes. And this was very particularly only a specific group of people that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they did another version of it. I didn't see it because I didn't watch Carrot Land this year. Mm-hmm. But the 97 liners covered this, did this song. So it was, I'm really glad I didn't watch this in person because they probably would have died. Um, yes. Because it was, it was DK, Mingyu, and The Eight covered it this year. Yeah. Okay. But the one I'm particularly talking about is I was, one, not prepared for it, and two, not prepared how I felt about one particular person because the people that 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 did this song were woozy one woo hoshi and june those are the people who performed this song okay Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that's all of them there might have been one more i was trying to find the video but i couldn't Mm. i have never in my life as a carrot been so bias wrecked by woozy ever ever it has never happened before and i was completely speechless it was like it was between the top button on his button down being undone and like the way he was dancing and the way he was like where he was putting his arms like everything i was like (laughs) i yes i didn't know what to do and i think that was also the very first moment where i was bias wrecked by one woo Mm-hmm. and Hoshi, out in June, all at the same time. It was just like a never-ending revolving door of getting whacked in the face. <laughs> and it the literally best feels like a smack on the face. It was just like so just out of nowhere. And I was just like, oh, I really, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you in your room at like three in the morning getting wrecked so hard and not being <laughs> to do anything about it like you can't vocally say anything nothing it was just a lot to handle it was so good absolutely phenomenal i will never forget this moment forever um never been never been wrecked by woozy again since then (laughs) i don't know he wrecked pretty hard during ruby i have to say dude ruby's good like oh anytime he plays the guitar i'm like with mm-hmm. just yeah. wrecked hard um and then continuing on with 17 just like coming out of nowhere which is the eight for this current oh for hot for hot and like for face the sun he had that fire red hair i'm telling you i was like holy between it was like a it was between the eight, one woo, and S coops, and then just like obviously like my biases because DK looked phenomenal, and then Joshua also, and like Ming, like all of them. Hot was an era. Let me. Hot, <laughs> hot was a lot, and that's the song they started with. By the way, at the concert was that Ooh. one. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about it. But the eight, I've never been wrecked by him before, and I just was beside myself. 
during like yeah. face the sun and then sector 17 i was like my god and then his hair was like blue for the concert and he looks so good <laughs> oh 17 stressed 17 is stressful like it's like when is too many biases in a group like when do you hit a point of a level of you need to chill when you have like that many biases in a group like I when is when is the level like it's calm down it's hard when there's a like a few members but then it's almost harder when there's so many members because then you're like how do i keep on top of like six members in this 13 member group <laughs> yes my god the eight just coming it was he, so he bias just, wrecked me a bit in that era too for sure it was just so out of the blue and i the was red not hair. red prepared. hair is a, red red and purple hair are like that is my like kryptonite right you Red and purple. You already are just like, oh, <laughs> I'm paying attention. Like, yes. Um, puts on glasses that I don't need. <laughs> just what? Um. Okay. The next one I have is Yosang. I feel oh, like uh-huh. specifically in the music video for the real. Yep. Was not prepared. Because he's always been kind of a wrecker, I but he yeah. like came in so hard <laughs> during that video. Yeah. Oh, basically, like it's a tie between him and you know, because you know, like came in so hard, like on the motorcycle. True. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> True. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a lot. It was so much between like the two of them. I was like, when do you breathe? Like, when am I supposed to breathe? Because I've got ultimate bias records, Hong Jun and Seungwa, like, together all the time. And then I've got my ultimate bias, Woo Young. And then, like, my other bias, Jungo, like, just being, you know, whatever. Oof. And then freaking just Mingi, just, like, coming out of nowhere. And then Yosang and you know just it's tough and son like i just pre- i try to pretend like son doesn't affect me <laughs> no son hits me hard son hits, hits hard every single time yeah every dance move every single mm-hmm. just yo saying facial God. expression yo saying okay. <clears throat> okay and then my last two basically i get I you can't just cover this song out of nowhere. Like you can't. There has to be warning. I know. Labels. I know. <laughs> like you can't. Like there should be a warning label right beforehand, just so I can prepare myself, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not fair. It is not fair. Like you just don't cover "Move" by Taman. No. Like you don't. <laughs> Not without warning. <laughs> Not without a warning. And here I am, innocently sitting, watching the Pentagon live online concert, enjoying myself, living for every moment. They did, you know, all their great hits. And then out of nowhere, they just decided that they were going to cover this song, but only two people were going to do it. <laughs> so... Yeonwon and Kino did a cover of Move 
which I was immediately texting on, like, in the group chat, what the F? This is not okay. How dare they? (laughs) Put a warning label on this performance. (laughs) It was so just out of the blue. And, like, I, like, Hyunwon is kind of, is, is a bias in Pentagon. Oh, spoilers for Pentagon show that we're going to be covering, but Hyunwon is definitely a bias. And Mm -hmm. I love Kino. But, like, was not emotionally, physically, mentally prepared (laughs) for them to cover this song. Mm -hmm. Because Move is just, like, so sexy. And Taemin, obviously, did phenomenal. But anytime anyone covers that song, it just hits so hard. Especially, like, when they do it really, really well. Which is why the whole of of SF9 covering Move for Kingdom... I was gonna say that too, right? <laughs> oh my god, what the hell? And then he like talked about it, like Taven did. He was like, "Oh, they did such a good job." Like I saw the performance, I was like, "You shut up! <laughs> this is your fault." <sighs> yeah, but yeah, I I can't deal with people who cover that song. I can't deal mm-hmm. with that song in general. If I yeah. ever saw Taven live, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. I'm actually glad I did not go to that Super M concert because they were doing solo songs. I would have died on the spot. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like Yolvan and Kino did such a great job with it and it was just so just like, surprise! And I was like, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> um, But also getting wrecked entirely out of nowhere by all of Pentagon during Dr. Bebe area era. <sighs> Excuse you, favorite Hong- era. Spoilers oh my, for next week. Oh my god, <laughs> Wusuk! I was like, are you kidding me? Like between him and we, like, are you joking? Did I immediately buy that album? Uh, of course I did. Was I hoping to get Wusuk and Jino cards? Yeah. Was I hoping to get a Jino card in the last, like, the last album that they released? Yeah, did I get one? No. Would I have traded it with the person who's that that's their ultimate bias? Absolutely not. I would have coveted that card for the rest of my life. Correct. I still want it. If anybody wants to sell me a general <laughs> photo card from the invite era, you let me know. I there need it. But yeah. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. I like the surprise, surprise breakers because it just sort of hits you out of nowhere unexpectedly. I still like will never have a moment like that, like I did at the Monster X concert. I just, I went into that concert very naive. <laughs> I think we all did because we knew that like Monster X's shows were going to be like we. I've seen their shows before, like we watched the online one and stuff but it's such a different experience like in person especially since they hadn't performed for so long and we were like anticipating that show for so long and so worried that it would get postponed again because like mm-hmm. Shonu wasn't there and like COVID could have just caused it to get postponed again because it had already gotten postponed once yeah Exactly. During during this year. Like, because it was mm-hmm. supposed to be in February? Right? It Yeah. It's just, it's 
I've, you know, now that I've been to a couple of K-pop concerts, obviously you, you've been to much more than I have. Just a, just I, a couple, a couple more. <laughs> just a couple more. Um, I, I would say like you do have these moments where you, you experience a different member, like, like with me, with Yuna at Brave Girls, I was like in full shock for half of thank you. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say, like, for the most part, I go in and I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I expected. Like, with BTS, like, I was like, perfect. Like, this was magical. This was everything I ever wanted, you know. But I didn't, like, change. Maybe because we're so far away. But <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? It is different when you're closer, I have to say. But because we had floor seats for Monster X and, like... I feel like I could see them, like actually see them, even though they were, they were still like a bit further away. But whenever they'd come to the front stage, I would literally just be like, I couldn't accept reality that was in front of me. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I kept wanting to like pinch myself. It's, it's a whole different thing because like, obviously like I love, I love BTS concerts. I love going. It's a super fun experience to be with like army and like, I got to go with you. Um, and I got to go with Steph and we had a sensational time. I was like, but when I went and saw TXT, I think, and won us, for like the first like two to three songs, my mouth was just like I yeah like just completely in awe and like Monster X too like I could not like it was one of those moments where I like I couldn't get like I couldn't reconcile in my brain like one that I was there and two that I was experiencing this because- I was like they're in front of me like not on a screen yes they're like human flesh people mm-hmm. in front of me. And my eyes are taking that in. Yeah. It couldn't process it. It was... See, this is why, like, I mentally blacked out when I high five Sana. Yeah, because you're like, oh my god, they're real people. <laughs> like, seeing, seeing these groups and, like, getting to experience them for... In real life. And, like, because, like, well, I know we'll never be close enough, like, with BTS. Yeah. Because it's just so difficult. Reality. And, but, like, these other groups, like, being much closer, we had floor seats for Monsta X. Like, they were human people size close. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I got that really close ticket for the Stray Kids concert, when they would come to our side, like, they could see me. Like, I could wave to them, and they could wave back at me. And mm-hmm. I was having a hard time dealing with the fact that Lino was right there, and that he was waving in my general direction, which, was it at me? Don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it was in my general direction. Like, being there, experiencing it all like, after so long, like, wanting to see Stray Kids, wanting to, like, the anticipation of finally getting Monster X in the same building as us. Yeah. It was a lot. It was so much to, like, process and take in. It really in, was. In that three hours that we were there, it was it was so much. And, like... I feel like I left in a daze. <laughs> I was like... 
what did I just do? We finally got hit with confetti and like all of that stuff. Like all those things we'd always wanted happened. Mm -hmm. Like. (sighs) Man. I can't I can't believe we were that close to Hyunwon. (laughs) And like listening to I am say kiss me down till I'm naked in real life. Like how am I supposed to like (laughs) move on from that moment? Yeah. It was it was a lot. It's it's been so much. And I absolutely love concerts to die for. Like I I love them so much and I've had it's been such a privilege to be able to experience the groups at different places. Like I can't wait to see the Rose and to see Omega X and hopefully get tickets to see ETs. Mm, yes. So, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, this has been super fun. Um, <laughs> please share your old biases, old records, any surprise moments. I would love to hear people's surprise wrecking moments. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Those are always fun. Those are, I mean, like, did I expect to get super biased wrecked by Woozy just out of nowhere? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Was not prepared. And that is filed away in my memory along with various other things like Mustard, Junk Cook from Dimple and Pied Piper performances. Like, that is filed away just right next to those pictures. Agree. Forever. Yep. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-Pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at loving K-Pop pod. If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. We have invite links for those in our show notes. And you can also email us at lovingkpoppod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek to geekmediacom to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye! bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.